Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And on this bonus episode, I am joined by a longtime fan of the show and big time Twitch streamer, uh, Bryce. How you doing, man? Nice to be here and a pleasure to get to talk to you in person. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. Um, what is your uh, Twitch handle? Uh, Ecrib? Uh, it's, it's pronounced Ecrib. So E-C-R-Y-B. Ah, Ecrib. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Wow. We started, I guess, how we met or since you contacted us through the podcast uh, talking about how much a fan you are and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. we send you some stickers and you talk about you have a haunted mirror and then we help you out with it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a, an event and a half. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, I, honestly, I think I started listening to you guys probably earlier this year when I started my new job uh, at Amazon and all that. And one thing that really stuck out to you guys is that you're so not not personal, but the chemistry that you and Megan have and your conversations and your stories, it, it blends so beautifully in the podcast storytelling that you guys got me hooked on the very first episode that I listened to. That scary stories. Yeah. I can't remember. It's been almost two years ago. It was, <laughs> it was one of the, yeah, it was one of the, uh, uh, I don't know. I think it was one of the scary stories that you guys had your podcast featured on another series where they just did a bunch of like horror podcasts that are featured everywhere. Oh yeah. I remember that. And it was a long time ago. Um, yeah. <laughs> Send me back to memory lane, which like I think back to the old episodes that when we recorded, it was just like um, the audio quality was so bad compared to what we have it at now. But then again, we didn't yeah. know what we were doing. I'm like, I I bought oh, yeah. a I bought a cheap uh podcasting equipment on on Amazon, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, this is what we do. And we found out three months to us recording that none of it was mm-hmm. actually recording through microphones. It was just a computer's computer's yeah. microphone. And I'm like, oh my god um yeah you gotta start somewhere well, my we first gotta... webcam for for streaming was a xbox 360 connect you know what i mean <laughs> oh geez <laughs> yeah. but what's interesting with with you uh i mean you you know contact us and stuff like that but you have a lot of paranormal experiences mm-hmm. on your own yeah uh i didn't think i would you know what i mean you kind of you don't realize when when something happens and then later on in life you start realizing you know at that young age you couldn't process it and you experience similar things throughout your life and then you realize all those events throughout my childhood kind of pushed me and like progressed me to opening my my eye a little bit more you know yeah and i remember the situation we helped you with with a mirror is because you saw a child's uh handprint in the glass and it is still there <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> but but the vibes are the vibes are good here everything's good now uh, the, 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 the only fact about living here is it's an apartment building. So you don't know what else is going on around me in the apartments next to me, below me and all that. So, but. And from the situations of people we've helped in the past, apartments seem to be mm. the uh, uh, catalyst for a lot of things, uh, especially portal uh, related. Mm-hmm. I'll say you can't control what someone messes with above you or below you. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. That's why I want to get my own house soon, but we'll see. We'll get there. <laughs> So uh, one thing I want to like, start off with is how did you, I mean, granted, a lot of people got into Twitch streaming when it started happening, but how did you get into it to the point where you're at now? So I feel like everybody around my age now, I'm, I'm 25 currently. I just turned 25 in August. Uh, ever since I was a kid, maybe like I've all, like 10 years old, I've always had a camera in my hand. So I was always like recording stuff, making little videos with my neighbors and my friends and just messing around. And started had you know had a YouTube channel, a few thousand subs when I was younger. And then in high school, one of my friends was like, "Hey man, why don't you get into streaming?" And almost actually pretty much ten years later, I'm still streaming on Twitch because there's no reason to stop. The the thing that got me to 
press go live every time it's the fact that if i could just give one person a smile then i've done my job and that's what keeps pushing me to just keep doing it and doing it and pushing content out and just being me you know that's awesome yeah i know the whole reason why we started podcasting is because of the pandemic and uh mm-hmm. we making ahead a little free time but also because our weird conversations we would have at night um which uh fun fact and no one really knows our original thought for the podcast would have been called pillow talk but uh Ooh. dan is very much sexual into windows so we kind of <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah uh but Ooh. no we we stuck with not your average converse uh, not your average conversation podcast which most of our conversations mm-hmm. never were but that was like the the foundings of our the original uh podcast that led into hidden in the shadows but uh how what's your uh i guess your sub count on your stream uh on stream i'm i have about 60 subs because that's like subscribers and then i'm around three actually almost four thousand followers on twitch oh yeah there's there's subs which people <laughs> can pay for then there's the followers <laughs> oh okay so it's like, it's like, yeah, like a Patreon subscription yeah yeah pretty much oh, okay so what is a recent paranormal experience that you've uh, encountered? There's a lot of, I'm not even going to say paranormal experiences. I would, I would say spiritual experiences that obviously have occurred over the past year. And um, recently, lately, it's, it's what you guys probably would just call it as like a lot of synchronicities, you know, that have been popping up and, you know, they don't just happen for a reason. And I look at it and I process it and I think, and then I kind of talk to, I feel like my spirit guides, you know? And they 100% just verify that it's not just coincidence. And that's something I've realized ever since I was a kid. Things happen for a reason and nothing is a coincidence. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's how I kind of, uh, I would say, kind of lived my life by for a long time. But that's how I kind mm-hmm. of um, adopted that to, to reason. Because if I pay attention to everything that's happened before, I can see where it's mm-hmm. led to everything now. I mean, I, I wrote down a little a little like list here. Um, I could kind of go in a little timeline of experiences for you if you want. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so the thing that really opened my eye when, was when I first started listening to you guys, and you mentioned and recommended uh, a YouTube video called "Find Your Spirit Guide Meditation." And oh yeah, oh, just, yeah, that, that, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I would highly recommend anybody just look that up on YouTube and give it a try because Isaac, literally Isaac and Megan helped me already with this so then after i heard you guys mention this on on your podcast i went home i went on to youtube it was a day after work i was relaxing and i threw on this meditation put in my airpods sat in my computer chair and i just you know just tried to meditate i tried meditating with my roommate maybe a week or two earlier on the day and i, I feel like i couldn't get the hang of it or i just couldn't and i threw on this meditation video that you recommended and the lady that was talking walked me through it and by the end of this this video I had tears running down my my cheek. So she was mentioning, you know, find your go to your happy place, you're in a field, all this stuff. And the person that came to me right away was my grandfather. And I never met my grandfather. It's my dad's dad. He died before my older sister and I were born. So we, I never got to see him. I never got to hear his voice, you know, all this stuff. And Throughout my, you know, when I was a kid, I would always look, look at pictures at him and I would just stare, you know, and I would just look at him because like, I always wish I met him. And in the spirit guy meditation, he came to me and we were at my grandmother's house. Just get, I'm getting, literally getting tingles right now on my left side. I'm um, just talking about it. And he, he said to me, he was like, I'm pretty sure it was like, hey, kiddo. And I was just crying just personally. Like, it's, it's you. It's nice. You know, it's finally awesome to see you and, and you know, talk to you. 
And but the beginning part of this, we didn't we didn't talk. We were just throwing football in my grandmother's front yard, just smiling and just looking at each other and just throwing football. And by the end of this, uh, the lady in the meditation video was saying, you know, it's time to go. You'll see them soon. Say goodbye. And then it went from the front porch to the back porch. And as soon as she said that, he said, I'll see you soon, kiddo. And that was the first time. That's the only thing he said to me. I never heard his voice or anything. And he said, I'll see you soon, kiddo. And I opened my eyes from the meditation. I was just blown away because I felt like I talked to my grandfather. And after that, I was, you know, sitting at home throughout the next week, just watching anime in my AirPods. You know, you know, as you do, you just watch anime and just relax and unwind from the day. And I thought I heard whistling, not in my ear, not from the anime, because I rewinded it. I'm like, I thought I heard a whistle. I took my AirPods out, kept listening. The whistling came from outside of my head. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that's weird. It sounds like my dad's whistle because me and my dad growing up, we would always whistle and just throughout the house, you would hear me and him whistling songs and stuff like that. I'm like, that sounds like my dad's whistle, but it's, it's higher pitched. It's not his whistle. Skip forward. I go home. I ask my dad as I'm leaving the house, I say, dad, hey, did, did grandpa ever whistle? He's like, yeah, I, I actually learned to whistle from him. I would always try to out whistle him. And I was like, okay, that's, that's interesting. He's like, why? And I'm like, I, I, think i talked to him i think i heard it i think i heard the whistle and he got all teary-eyed and everything and just kind of speechless uh, a couple of, a couple of days go by i talk to my mom and i say hey mom did grandpa ever did he call people kiddo did he ever you say that word and she also went and awestruck and said yeah he, he said that a lot i'm like okay all right that's that's another confirmation for me to feel like to confirm and verify this is real in my mind you know and not just in my mind a lot of crazy stuff kiddo all that and that that was just another thing that that helped me open up to things around me and trust the universe and, and just you know there's there's something much more than we are down here on this earth there, there's not just this there's so much more you know and uh after that incident i kind of just kept meditating and trying to talk to my spirit guides or getting to know who's watching over me and who's protecting me and uh, another day I actually reached out to Megan and you guys for this because I, I sent like a five minute video and you, you, Megan and you listened to the story. And this was another day I woke up. Uh, it woke up immediately. All I heard was police sirens from the start. I woke up just so many police sirens outside my you know apartment driving by all that. And that's not normal. I, I don't really hear that many police sirens out here, but this was like constant all day. And as soon as I heard that, I felt kind of uneasy because I was supposed to hang out with my friend Dan and we were going to go pick up some Pokemon cards that he found on a Facebook marketplace. So from uh, from that, you know, I was kind of excited for the day. But as soon as I heard the, the sirens, I just felt uneasy throughout the day. So I was going to go and pick him up and all that. So I got in the shower, you know, normal day. I smoked a little. I don't know if you guys I don't know how you guys feel about cannabis, but I, I smoke a little cannabis. <laughs> nothing against it. Nothing against it. Mm. Yeah, and. Uh, I feel like it kind of opens up your, your third eye a little bit or just, you know, everything around you. So I smoked a little bit. I got in the shower and I was playing music. All of my liked songs on Spotify. I know what song is playing. I know what's in every song. And I, you know, I heard it because it's my like song. And I'm just playing music off of my speaker, off my phone. And I'm in the shower and I feel like the, the room kind of gets a little foggy in my mind around me. And the music dims. And then I start hearing rainfall over the music because it was raining that day it was storming just constant constant storms and the sirens outside so through this music i start hearing rainfall and then i hear tires screeching and then i hear a voice that says 
what the what's going on who, who, who ah, and just start screaming and i hear a crash while i'm in the shower and as this is going on i stop because this is the ultimate fear i've never felt this scared in my life ever as soon as i i, I heard the what's going on I, I whipped open my shower curtain and i'm leaning down and i'm listening and i'm like what is this it sounds like my dad's voice and as soon as i hear the crash I like panic. I, I, I get out of the shower. I grab my phone instantly and I called my dad because I thought it was him. I thought I heard something. And mind you, all the music is still playing under all this. And I'm still hearing it, but like I hear the, the car crash more prominent over the music. And I call my dad immediately and I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm like, dad, 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 where, I'm like, where are you? Are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm at home. I'm sitting on the recliner watching TV and I'm frantic. My voice is just heavy breathing and everything. He's like, are you okay? Yeah, just wanted to check in. So after that, I, I hung up, called my family, and I, I, you know, just talking to my mom, talking to my sister. I tried calling my aunt because my aunt is the spiritual one on my mom's side that kind of helped me awaken, as you can, as many people say nowadays. And I'm just frantic about it, uneasy. And I made the decision to not go that day with my friend and not drive or do anything. And as soon as I texted him and said, "Yo, I'm not going to do this today. I can't," that uneasy feeling just left the sun came out and it was just i was fine i called my aunt she helped me process through all the stuff she's like maybe it was a sign maybe somebody's trying to tell you not to drive or go out today and that's when i you know i sent that video to you and megan and you guys helped me a lot and megan was like oh maybe it's somebody or a spirit drawn to you <sighs> literal chills as soon as i just looked over there okay <laughs> and she's she said yeah it's it's a guy he he likes you he he likes your vibes he he likes to just you know he, he thinks you're you're a good person just to watch and have fun with and maybe he was just showing me how he passed through that experience in the shower and that really processed and helped me a lot to uh come to terms with what happened that day because as soon as i told my friend i wouldn't go that uneasy feeling just left me i wonder um because that almost sounds like, like Megan's visions that she gets when she gets a message. And I'd say it's an answer to a question you never asked is the best way I would describe Megan's when she gets downloads and messages and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's an answer to a question you never asked. So it, it, that almost felt like a warning, like someone telling you ahead yeah. of time, hey, uh, don't do this because this will happen. But not giving the context mm-hmm. or at least whatever. Like that. Just give you like the sound of what would happen, but not when and where. And mm-hmm. you're listening to your gut, listening to intuition. Um, basically said it might have happened tonight, so I'm not going to. And when you decided to make that decision, that's when mm-hmm. anxiety left because it wasn't going to happen anymore. So all your mm-hmm. warning signs was disappearing mm-hmm. because it wasn't going to happen because you made a decision not to. And that's that's another thing I've also really gotten into this past year is listening to my intuition and not just my gut. I've been listening to kind of that that voice in my heart, you know? Not not the voice in my head, but the voice in my heart. I'll ask it questions like, can I go here? You know, should I, if I'm at work, like, can I put my AirPods in? Like, am I going to get in trouble if somebody walks around the corner? And I, if I hear yes or no, if I hear a no, I won't do it. Literal seconds go by, my manager walks by. If I hear yes, I put it right in and I'm good to go. The thing about this story with like with uh, the shower and the Pokemon cards, the thing is my, my friend that Dan that was going to purchase these cards on Facebook Marketplace, I saw this listing, liter- a literal week before and i you know i was like i'm not gonna buy it i can't afford it it's a good price but i won't and something in my gut was like you know just go with dan or just talk to him and help him out and somehow i kind of knew that these cards would come into my possession because a week or two goes by after he gets him he's like yo man i don't know what to do with these they're too expensive like the you know grade and all 
I'm just going to give it to you for a price. I'm like, wow. So another thing, I listened to my intuition and it ended up coming to me. You know what I mean? I wasn't stressing. I was happy that he was getting into the, like, the collection side of it. And I was kind of jealous, but the more prominent feeling was that it'll work out, you know? No, and, and, and as I said, I, I'm not saying everyone does, but most people do. But I, I'm wondering if you might have some uh, form of a psychic ability of some kind, some kind of intuition stronger than most people, because most people get a message here and there. But if you're paying, atten- paying enough attention and you've already made a connection to the spirit guide, com- making the connection to one of your spirit guides, just one, is almost difficult mm-hmm. enough for anyone. Those who are more inclined to the other side, the connection to the ether, kind of like me and Megan and other mm-hmm. psychics on our team have, it's a lot easier because we have that more connection going forward and stuff like that. But with you, it seems like you already made contact with one, with just one session. So uh, I don't know, I'll give that information to Megan. Maybe she can help you uh, get stronger with some possibility of a gift. I uh, I feel like I've I've always experienced <laughs> not no, to put no. a lot more on your plates, but uh, no man, I'm ready yeah. for it, dude. <laughs> Ever since I was a kid, I've always kind of been I don't know it sounds weird, but drawn more into like the magical side of things, and I've always noticed the very small detail of just the world, and everything is more colorful and vibrant when you just kind of look at it at a mind's eye and thinking, what's the best thing that could happen? Because when I was a kid, I got deja vu and I kind of thought this was a normal thing for everybody because how frequently it happened to me. I literally thought everybody else experienced deja vu like that. I, I got it literally. It's going to sound weird, but a, just too many times, you know, something like, oh, I feel like I've known this before. And it's um, kind of like a, a version just like smacks into me. You know what I mean? When it happens, it's just like, boom, I've been here before. I've seen this. I've experienced this. And it's it's never kind of, you know thrown me off or, or scared me but it's always just been these feelings of deja vu that have occurred a lot and i mean like a lot deja vu is a weird thing um i know i talked about in the episode before when i used to have these like almost seizure level episodes every time i would experience deja mm-hmm. vu but to me after just getting older and getting more aware of what's going on and just pay attention to when it's happening i can focus mm-hmm. on the the mental pain and i get to see what i'm seeing which is like a memory or at least uh, a memory of someone that's not me or an alternate version of me, which led me to think that I was peering into an alternate reality and us colliding is where I got the information from. But some people, you know, debate on what deja vu is at the begin with. It's like a misplace of the mind. You, your, 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 uh, your short term is not sending the full signal to your long term at the same time. Uh, and yeah. that's where you get the, the effect that you've been doing this before, even though you haven't done it. Some people say it was like a past life uh memory that's happening over again hence why it feels like it's deja vu mm-hmm. not the not the um time but the situation is the same like you experience mm-hmm. the same thing in a previous life almost the same exact way enough for you to go had i been do this before um mm-hmm. there's different things behind deja vu I, which i think we had an episode on it but uh mm-hmm. we're still trying to figure out exactly what it is but uh it's just something like in the past year alone that kind of helped me kind of journey so far is I was at it like a Thanksgiving get together with my family, uncles, aunts, cousins, so many cousins at my grandmother's house. They passed away. And we, you know, we still get there from, from time to time just to have like a family get together. And I heard a conversation with my aunt and my other cousin. And I heard them say the word deja vu. I immediately spun around and I said, did you guys just say deja vu? And I told them about everything I've been kind of experiencing. And they're like, oh, wow, I guess you are like, you know, like us. Because my aunt, she always thought she was alone. She's like, I'm going to help you and your cousin along this awakening process because I always thought I was the weird one out or alone in this family. And it turns out uh, my aunt told me this story 
from when she was a baby. She was born in Syria, and then they, they moved over from, from Syria to America. Uh, when she was still a baby, my grandmother's mom, she told she was holding my aunt in her arm, and she, she's like, she has a gift. And she told my grandmother, her daughter, she's like, do not expose them to this lifestyle. Do not, you know, do not let them use this stuff or this gift or, or anything, you know. And it, it turns out, like, it's kind of passed down from my aunt, you know, and all this throughout the family to me and my other cousin, because we've experienced this stuff since we were kids and we kind of just thought it was normal or we thought we were weird or we thought we were just not. I always thought I wasn't normal growing up. And that was something that kind of confirmed it because uh, I've just been hearing stuff. I always I always uh, heard my name a lot when nobody said it. I would hear breathing, especially one time. Oh, OK, this is a paranormal experience that I haven't told my cousin. Joey, I'm sorry. Do not listen to this. He just bought a house recently after he graduated. And this, this house was built in, I think, 1860, something like that. It's a nice house, but it's like a townhouse. And it's pretty old. So old that the basement is creepy as hell. First time I went over to his house, he was like, he was showing me around. I was walking up the steps and he was about to walk into his, his bedroom, which was at the front. He's like, All right, you know, come in. He got to the top and I heard just the loudest breath in my ear. And I, I, it didn't scare me, but I like jumped. And I was like, <gasps> he's like, you okay? I was like, and, and internally I'm thinking like, should I tell him? Should I tell him? Uh, I'm not going to say anything, but just the loudest breath right in my right ear that came out of nowhere. And it wasn't, it wasn't like of ill intent. It was just kind of like, I'm here and I can see you kind of breath, you know? Jeez, man. Uh, <laughs> nothing's gotten that close to me in years, but then again, I can feel it coming yeah. before it does. So it's, it's not fair for them. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I remember one time sitting on a uh, late night couch watching TV and uh, we lived in spring branch, me and Megan. And mm. I was just laying there, the lights on in this one entry room that no one else can get into. Um, mm. I'd lay there. I hear, clearly behind me like right next to my my mm -hmm. left ear like a little girl go Isaac like wrote like quite a oh. I, I turned around like I thought it was like one of her sisters that kind of messed with me mm -mm. yeah no one can get in this room without me seeing because there's only one door to get in and it's a very tiny room yeah yeah mm -hmm. so I was just like oh, okay we're doing this now okay um I kind of want to get back into like maybe like another the, the, another paranormal story it was the mirror that you guys kind of helped me with yeah so I moved into this apartment uh last august not this one that just happened the previous august it's been a year that i've lived here now and i have a, a mirror hanging up on my closet door and this was time ago i when i when i first when i moved in i had my cousin over his girlfriend and my sister came over there was no no kids my sister has kids but they weren't here no child has been in this apartment uh i noticed one night there's just a small handprint smudge right across like the middle of the mirror and at first, it kind of scared me because I, I filmed it and I, I messaged you guys and I showed you. I'm like, what do you think of this? And since then, there was there was kind of like some, I don't know, like maybe some dark shadows in the corner of my room or I might have just been in my head about it. But saging uh, and just incense and all that kind of helped clean it up because that was just something that I've never experienced. And I was freaking out. I'm like, why is there a child's hand on this mirror? That is, it just blew my mind because there was no kids here. The mirror was clean before I brought it. And this this handprint just pops up one night right before I go to bed. But it's all good now. There's there's the mirror is good. I don't get scared looking at the mirror anymore. <laughs> I just want to stop you for a second. Um, don't freak out. Uh, but I just pulled something from your camera from you. I got a I got a little tingle too on my left side. It felt like it was going past me into. 
Yeah, I, I always try to warn people ahead of time that whatever is on your side can come here. Whatever's on my side can go there. But also I can pull from uh, a camera. So uh, if someone was uh, listening uh, a moment ago, uh, I don't know if you could hear what I did. But yeah, uh, I just took something from dark from your place <laughs> yeah I, I appreciate that because as, as soon as it happened it got a lot like fluffier and lighter in here too all right <laughs> i appreciate it that was it was it was it wasn't that strong if our avid listeners know when i talk about smoke and sand that was that was smoke oh uh, so, you're saying about the mirror yeah um after after i kind of help from you guys the, the mirror hasn't you know felt any any presence or just kind of like you know more than just me in the reflection same thing with the other mirror in my bathroom whenever there's water running because uh, I feel like water is a conduit. Whenever the mirror, if I'm looking at it, it gets a little blurry around me or things start moving. But that that was before and hasn't happened since. Um, but another another experience that I, I just want to mention is uh, one time I came home from work. I was having you know a long day. I just wanted to take a quick nap, laid down. And in this dream, I was in my apartment and I was in the kitchen God, this is this is another another story that has another story before it. <laughs> so uh, I had a friend over. He had another. He brought a friend with him, and she. This was the first time in the apartment, and she told me she walked into my bathroom, and she. I heard like a little yelp. She got a little like freaky, freaked out in there, and she came out, and she's like, "There's there's something in the hallway." Because we started getting into a little spiritual conversation. She's like, there's "Something in the hallway. It's the bathroom. It's the shower curtain." And since that happened, you know, I, I've always kind of felt a presence here or or there you know, in that bathroom. And after she told me this, I took a nap one day and I was in my kitchen and I heard, I said before, before I laid down, I'm like, all right, you can talk to me if you want. I'm going to take a nap. Talk to me. You can, you can talk to me in my dream. I go in my dream. I'm in my kitchen and I'm like, all right, I'm here. Say whatever you want to. And I peered into the hallway and I heard like a growl come from the bathroom, just like a low little rumble growl. Like, Oh, cool. I got something. You're talking to me. You know, come on out. You can say whatever. And out, of this uh, hallway is it's going to sound weird, but this is also I've heard is like my interpretation of it. It's like a big, big brolic, big brolic demon devil, thing. big horns. It was black or no, it was red. And I, I was like, you know, you know, what are you doing here? What's your name? And it said like, I'm not going to say it, but it was like some weird name that I looked up and I couldn't find anything. But I'm like, you know, what are you doing here? Why, why are you watching over me? And he's like, I, I'm just here. I'm like, is it? good or bad intent he's like either I'm, I'm just you know like we'll see and i was like okay you know and uh in this dream as soon as he was like you know uh, it's neither good nor bad i'm just here to like watch and all this as soon as that happened the door opened and my my roommate walked in in the stream and as soon as i looked at him i was like oh shit oh shit and as soon as he walked in i looked back at the demon thing and it took form of my friend who i'm not hanging out with as much anymore and it kind of, you know, it kind of makes a little sense, you know, and that I kind of woke up from that. I'm like, OK, that was maybe a sign or like a realization, you know, space myself out. You know, that was just a crazy dream that made at, in the time made no sense, you know. But now that I've experienced the things I've experienced, the things kind of came together and I understand what was meant for me to take away from that conversation in that dream. Yeah. Cause uh, uh, I would take that as a bad sign if I second, I saw that thing, but <laughs> yeah, but no, like it, I, 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 there wasn't any bad vibes from it. That's another thing I want to talk to you later about that, but there wasn't any, any, any bad senses from this thing. Cause I, in my dream, I was happy. I was smiley how I normally am just talking to this big, big thing, this big demon thing, you know? And it, it, it was very concerning in the moment, but I wasn't scared, you know, when it like showed itself to me. 
Yeah, most people would uh, uh, shit their pants. Uh, it's the sight <laughs> of such a thing. <laughs> um, that's another question for you. Uh, it can can the dark side is that only is that just pure evil? You know what I mean. A lot of people want to debate and say otherwise, but uh, I always say yes. Uh, anything considerably dark, considerably evil is it's a such thing. Um, and it always comes with the question I've been asked about what I do. And, and of course, you know, all too well. And whoever listens to this episode without listening to other episodes, is kind of weird. If this is your first episode listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, everything that charges my right hand is essentially evil. And I, I explained this. I can't choose which hand or what the entity charges my left or my right it just happens what the entity is is what it, it will charge my right hand so if you charge my left hand you're on the side of light you're a good entity mm-hmm. if you charge my right hand you're on the side of darkness whether you're just an a-hole or a you know high king of hell it doesn't <laughs> seem to matter if you're charged my right hand that's the situation you are on the dark side of the spectrum on the negative form of energy um, and everything so far that I have pulled off the plane and has charged my right hand, I have put, in course, into the infamous ring that I talk about in the Shadow Walker Part 3 episode. And everything that I've asked, because uh, I can go into the ring and ask, what uh, were you doing there? What did you want with that person? So forth and so on. And they always give me greedy, selfish, or narcissistic reasons of why they were there i wanted their power i i was attached to them i was imprisoned by a dark witch blah 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 this and that is always a negative reason it never was like i was there beyond my will or i was trying to help him out no it's never anything nice um and then symbols of evil and stuff like that or anything that's considered dark is always dark whether it's saying it is or it's trying to manipulate people and thinking it's not and demons are always the ones that the uh we're trying to essentially trick people and convince them and manipulate them to allow them in. And once they're in, then they take over in a longer roundabout. Yeah. Anything considerably evil is evil and there's no changing it. Um, I always say that is that a person can be reason. A person can change through time, but these things are frozen and time is no relevance to them. They're outside of time. So yeah. they are the way they are and will be the way they are for existence. I just like, I like getting into like a conversation <laughs> like this too, because it's, it's, there's like another thing you can take it a step further that uh, it was the archangels or Satan started off as an angel. You know what I mean? He, he was made good as mm-hmm. from God, but then throughout his journey, he betrayed God and was made into a demon or became the devil because of how he, the actions he's made as an angel and was cast out of heaven. So it, just like a theoretical possibilities, you don't think there could be some sort of demon or some sort of evil force that is made evil, but can't make the transition to a light kind of style. You know what I mean? And to heaven. Here's a concept that, and I'm no longer Christian and I don't look at anything from a Christian point of view anymore. Um, but when you look at demons at a point of view of Christianity, that's how you would see it as fallen angels came down. And that's really not the whole story. Um, the angels that fell with Satan down to to Earth, essentially, is where hell is. This is hell. Um, not our earthly plane, but the other dimension outside on Earth is same time. So if you think of hell as not a place, but another dimension, essentially, it helps concept it more. Um, you're right. You're like a blinking really hard. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard I heard I heard my name and then kind of like a, a like a 
push. You know what I mean? It was weird. All right. All right. What I've learned is that demons, or the creatures portrayed as demons, have been in every form of religion in every culture across the entire world. Before Christianity even claimed to even say what demons were. The entity, the creature, the demon that they are, uh, have existed on the planet longer than man has. Uh, when Satan fell to earth and brought a few of them with them, he, those angels were corrupted and changed into more demonic uh, creatures, which probably is the reason why you have some higher level demons because they have more power versus say the average demon, stuff like that. And that's why Satan essentially became ruler. This is my theory. I don't know if there's any facts behind it, but I see why he became the ruler because he still had the touch of God when he fell. Hence why he could rule them because he had that light still within him to Mm. basically not change the demons, but basically control them. He could he could say I'm in charge now, and they're like no you're not, and they pick a fight, and they're not going to win. Um, yeah. And that's how he became ruler. Granted, he became the corrupter and the most corrupted by everything that you've ever heard. But um, mm-hmm. that's that's what uh, I've learned discovering in in studying other religions and studying other forms of, of spirituality and, and learning. Um, it's starting the demonology of that too when it comes to everything, but mm-hmm. it seems that there's a hierarchy and there's a lot more levels. And these some of these demons have been around long, long time, yeah. long before you know Lucifer fell from from heaven and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. the idea of an angel switching back from demonic to, um, I say from a demon to an angel, I don't think mm-hmm. they. Uh, it's been too long for them to go back, and if they have, they most likely already did. Um, yeah. And you probably never heard of it. Who knows what's going on in the spiritual realm other than what we're told? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That just something like just blows your mind. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah. Um, another another thing after this, can you go into the ring and ask that smoke what it wanted with me while it was just kind of following me around or whatever? Oh yeah, I can. Uh if it that's the most recent thing I put in there. So it's closest to the door. I I, mm-hmm. I call it. It's not an actual door, but it mm. would be the first entity in there when I go in. Like yeah, how I like talk about the mind force when I, by the way, I would yeah. like to see what's in your mind force. <laughs> I was just going to tell you about it. Dude. That's the funny thing. Everyone, like I said, everyone's foliage is different. Everyone's what's in there is different, stuff like that. So I don't, mm. with yours, it might not be so dark. It might have maybe one or two things in there. Who knows? Um, but no, it's the same concept. I go in there into not the rings mind force, but essentially what would be interpreted as. So I can, I can see what's inside. Uh, and yeah, it would be whatever I pulled would be the closest to it. Uh, so to the mind force thing, what I kind of in my mind, what I know the mind force as is literally my happy place. Because whenever I thought of this place throughout my childhood, I just got that that big burst of dopamine, that big relaxing, calming feeling. You know what I mean? And ever since I was a kid, I didn't I didn't know what it was, but I, I thought it was just my happy place to calm me down and the surge of dopamine all over my body and just instant happiness you know what i mean whatever instant gratitude instant love and ever since i was a kid and i kind of this this happy place you know yoda's tree <laughs> yeah it, it was literally yeah. it was literally yoda's yoda's big tree but it's it's this massive tree with kind of like opening kind of like a kind of like a, a dome and as you go down it kind of gets closer like steps and all that kind of like a little fairy folk kind of village but it's just this big massive tree that i always went to as a kid in my mind that would just ease me instantly and i mean instantly now your dark side of your mind force is different from the light side so if Mm -hmm. i were to take your right hand that's dark side that's what you try to hide Mm -hmm. not what's exposed 
as I go into the left side, it's not much of a forest. It's more of a field, very open, very everything there. And so far, everyone, on when I take their left hand and look into their light side of their mind, uh, it's, they're always standing there with someone. Um, the significance of that person, I'm still trying to figure out. Because with, let's say, Megan, uh, it's our son. She's standing there with our son. Um, with uh, Mike, who's also on a psychic team, his light side, he's standing with uh, one of his dogs that passed away. Um, with our other Megan on the psychic team, she's standing with her son. So it's not necessarily who you love the most, but it's almost like whoever I get, like I said, not a companion thing. I just try, I still can't figure out myself what, why a specific person is on your light side of your mind with you. So mm-hmm. someone would be with you. Um, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell you who it is. And so I go and see. So, I mean, you can yeah. guess all you want, but I don't, we don't know. It's a little, I can see. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's this thing that, that my happy place, it was just kind of like a big open, kind of like an open fieldish with this big, massive tree right in the middle. And it's, it's something I've never seen or I've never like experienced in person, but it was ever since I was a kid, five years old, four years old, I would go to this in my mind and it was just instant happy place. Um, so after I did the spirit guide meditation, you know, I just, I got into this routine of putting on, you know, uh, certain hurts music to just lay down and, and meditate to. And there was one day where I was laying in bed and the sun's out and all that. And I kind of, this was when that darkish feeling was still here. I kind of, I feel like I cast it away or I, I, I cast it away. And I don't even, I don't even know how to say cast away, but it was gone. And uh, as soon as I'm med- I'm laying there meditating, I'm like, okay, is there anybody else here? And just, I'm like, I'll, I'll pass you over it. You know what I mean? A long line of people kind of formed next to my bed. And I feel like I crossed over an old lady. And as she was going, she was like, thank, thank you. And all this and just literal tears going down my face as I'm laying in bed. And so many things. I, I feel like I have like a, a connection where I can talk to people's souls. Because there was a few times where I'm laying in bed with, you know, lucky lady. <laughs> and um, my head is touching their head and I'm talking to them and I'm asking them questions. I'm like, is this, you know, I'm actually talking to you. Make your, make your finger twitch. And uh, we're laying there. Nothing's going on. Their finger twitches. I'm like, okay, now make your twitch your leg. Then their leg twitches. And the crazy things like that, that I'm like, this can't be happening. I'm like, I feel like I'm talking to them, but I'm getting these confirmations that as soon as I'm thinking their thumb, their leg, their foot, their arm twitches. And then I wake up and I'm like, they're like, you okay? I'm just like, did, did you just, I'm like, did I just talk to your brain? She was like, what? And we fell back asleep. But crazy, crazy things like that. I, I am very empathetic with people because I can meet people. And this happens at work too. I'll, I'll just work a job with them and I'll introduce myself. And they will literally instantly vent to me and tell me their life story without me talking. They're like just asking about them. And that's something I've always kind of experienced so far because people, it, it might sound weird, but. I feel people's attention draw to me when I'm in public and wherever I walk in a room, I feel people instantly just their energy just kind of shifts towards me, you know? And my mom, she told me, um, this was a few months ago when I was listening to a true crime podcast. And that's when my vibe was kind of a little lower. My mom, she told me, she's like, you need to be careful what you listen to. You need to be careful what you go through because you're, you're very, you're an empath like me, like my mom. She's like, you just need to be careful because you feel things so much more than normal people do. And I'm like, okay. I mean, that makes sense, you know? But yeah. Uh, <laughs> you see, your mom was an empath? Yeah, she, she's very, 
empathetic towards people and i i never really knew but she was all she's always smiley and she's she is the strongest woman that i know you know my mom and my my father's the hardest working man i know but my mom has been through a lot and she's so strong and always smiling you know and that's something i took i took from her growing up i think megan was not looking at you directly and she's more looking around you um but I'm going to ask her to look directly at you one time and see if she can pick up on any abilities from you and your bloodline. <laughs> or even, I, I, that'd be awesome. Or even to speak to your spirit guides. Have you, I know you, you earlier you were talking about how you're talking to your spirit guides, spirit guides, stuff like that. But I know mm-hmm. everyone usually has three. Some people have four. Um, mm-hmm. But has one of them given you their name? I just got, I don't, I don't know why, but I just got the word Frank. Like feeling, it's got a feeling burst in my shoulder and Frank, but I, I, I feel like my three spirit guides are my cousin, Matt, my grandfather, and my, my grandma, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Cause it's just like those similar feelings that I get, you know, by practice and by experience, I'm not saying this is a hundred percent, but uh majority of the time, uh, your family members are not your spirit guides. Their spirit guides are spirits from different time periods. Um, mm-hmm. That's, are there to guide you to your spiritual things. And most of the time they're not family members. I'm not saying yours aren't. I'm just saying majority mm. of people, even including me, Megan and Mike and other Megan, they have no family ties to us whatsoever. I like, like I've not talked about mine several about Azul Ojin. And of course the cowboy who yet to give me his name, but you know, of course Azul, the Aztec warrior, Jaguar warrior from the first early, like, you know, 300 AD and goes, uh, Ojin, the Northman from, of course, you know, the early, you know, thousand AD century of the age of Ragnar and stuff like that. And of course, the cowboy from the West, 1800s and stuff like that. These three guys from three different time periods from three parts of the world. Um, no relation to me whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> never once had had a family, including Megan. Megan's, of course, a Native American, uh, a gypsy and uh, uh I forgot the other woman is like, she's a uh, Romanian as well. Um, mm. And then of course, Mike's so far, the two that he's met is a surfer dude. And of course, another cowboy from the West. And then Megan's most recently, mm. she uh, has a, a female, uh, a cowgirl, you could say, who gave her full name, not just her first name, her full name, which I've never had a spirit guy say wow. that to. She says that her name is like, Hey, how you doing there? I'm Maddie Bale. Like she has that kind of voice. <laughs> She looks like Annie Oakley is the best way to describe how she looks like. Mm. But uh, most of the time, it's not a, a family member, a majority mm. of the time. At least that's what we were always told. And from our experience, mm. it seems to be the, the answer, or at least the, the correct thing. I, I think one time I, I remember asking for a name and they said it. And I remember looking it up and I, you know, I just, you know, I thought it would be something and I didn't find anything online. But I completely forgot it because it's it's been a, it's been over a few months since I've asked you know what is your name. But there's been so many times at work where I've gotten continuous confirmations from my spirit guide that is not just in my mind. Uh, there's a recent story right now that I can I can mention that I mentioned to you know a few friends that also blew their mind. Um, so I work at an Amazon warehouse and I pick. So I just push around a cart and I have a scanner. That's pretty much it. And item comes up and it tells me what to pick. And it's just at random. And it's just any random, like I'll go, I'll go from food to clothes, to shoes, to, you know, uh, books and all that stuff, anything. Uh, one time I'm working, I'm just walking around doing my thing. I'm scanning. And this is a uh, pretty recent cause I ha- I took two pictures of this because it just blew my mind. I needed to take pictures. So I had proof. Um, while I'm at work, I, I always see dragonflies following me around 
and dragonflies will hover right above my car and literally follow me around the parking lot to a new parking spot. And then they'll follow me in, they'll walk around. Nonstop dragonflies later. Nonstop. I'll see them everywhere. Especially in Florida that I just went on vacation with my girlfriend. Instant dragonflies as soon as I landed. Um, but I was at work. And before this, I was walking around. I don't know if you uh, know Moon Knight from Marvel Comics. You're talking to a big comic book nerd. Of course I do. <laughs> so I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of, you know, what if I made like a comic book character? I'm like, I love werewolves, you know, and I love the moon. So what about, you know, moon wolf? I'm just thinking that. And as soon as I'm thinking this, a, a big urge of just kind of like bad vibes and depression kind of kicked in because I just, I walk around for 10 hours. Like I, I walk many miles throughout the week, literally from Philly to back. That's what it kind of adds up to. And you're just in your head, you're alone, just thinking. And as soon as I am in this bad vibe, I kind of, I go, stop. I haven't done this in a while. Just, you know, I look up and I'm like, Thank you, Spear guys, for watching over me, protecting me, and all this stuff. And as soon as I look back down, the next item that I need to grab is a bracelet with a little amulet that has a picture of a, of a wolf howling in front of the moon. And I'm like, no effing way this just happened. I literally was thinking of moon wolf right before this happened, 10 minutes earlier. And as soon as I say thank you and protect me, I look back down, and it's just a picture of a, a bracelet with a moon and a wolf. I'm like, okay, there's, there's, there's no way this, this oh, actually, I kind of knew, but like, it blew my mind. And I said, all right, I look back up, I'm like, as soon as I scan it, I look back, I'm like, so is that you guys following me around as dragonflies and protecting me? And the next thing I look right down after that bracelet is a child's book about dragonflies. And I said, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, having like instant, instant vibe pickup. And it, that to me was instant confirmation that they are watching over me and they are protecting me and they are listening to me because that there was, it's just random items at a time. You know what I mean? It's just a bracelet with a moon and a wolf right in front of it. And right after that, a book about dragonflies. As soon as I'm thinking and asking these questions, you know what I mean? Instant verification to me. Uh, something if you want to try, this is what I do mm -hmm. uh, when I want to have a conversation with my free spirit guys. Well, two, because the cowboy doesn't talk yet. He just kind of sits there mm -hmm. and looks depressed all the time. Um, <laughs> he'll, he'll talk to me when he's ready. But uh, Ojin and Azul and the cowboy, we sit around a essentially a campfire in my mind forest that I created, which is more of an open field versus a forest, kind of like the plains of, uh, of mm -hmm. uh, the big plains, the plain, the great plains of North America and stuff like that. That kind of area, mm -hmm. just open field and stuff like that, short grass and stuff like that. But we sit around a fire um, mm -hmm. on logs. And essentially, we discuss everything and anything from what I need to do from things I experience, from new information, all that stuff, war plans mm -hmm. of the future and such. Uh, that's how I communicate with them very directly. And I do this in a meditative state and it's the best way mm -hmm. I can see them clearly. I see them when I'm talking to them, what they look like. I've seen their faces. Well, two of their faces, like the cowboy, I can really see his lower chin. Cause he's always looking down with his hat, but uh, <laughs> I always pick it on him. He's, he'll talk when he's ready. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would say I'll give that advice to you. Try next time in a meditative state to find a meeting place, your happy place, essentially. Um, mm. Sit around a table or whatever feels comfortable and talk to them. Uh, maybe they'll show their, their, their face. Maybe they'll be more clear of exactly who they are. Um, mm. Not saying that your, your cousins and your, your grandfather and stuff like that are around you, uh, let's say protecting you, but always around. Yeah. But uh, you have Pacific Spirit Guides who are assigned to you to guide you on your, your spiritual journey. And that goes it's to anyone who's listening. Past, yeah, it's like this. Ever since I started listening to you guys, this past year has just been very 
life changing because before I moved out, I you know I made a TikTok. I was this was around the pandemic. I'm like, does anything? I'm like, do things feel off to anybody else? You know, and that was around the time of like that great awakening that kind of occurred. And uh, moving into this apartment and taking this new job was very quick. It was very sudden, and I never like you know took a leap of faith like this. You know, and everything along the way that's happened, I know has happened for a reason because this is just kind of the beginning. You know. Yeah. Uh, the Great Awakening, or that actually was a terminology used back in the 1700s, I think. I can't remember when. Mm-hmm. 19, early 1900s. I don't know. I remember seeing that book in, in, in school, high school. I don't remember. Anyway, um, I feel like more people are becoming more aware of their spiritualness, you would say. And some more psychics mm-hmm. are being awoken because of that, because uh, mm-hmm. a lot of psychics are shunned. Uh, for their abilities, or at least told not to do so because it's considered evil or not right mm-hmm. or not of God or whatever. So they kind of ignore it or at least close themselves off to it altogether. Or it's not mm-hmm. of the norm. Like you're seen as a weirdo if you do so. So a lot of people, yeah. more, more, in fact, I guess the point I'm trying to get across is that the more that it gets accepted, uh, the more mm-hmm. that's going to start not saying being mainstream, but a lot more people are going to start being more in tune to the ether and the mm-hmm. other side and able to communicate. What I hope happens at the same time is the same thing I've hoped for since I got into the paranormal is that I hope that science tries its best to start accepting the idea of the paranormal and trying to invent technology to view it properly, study it properly, Mm -hmm. and learn as much as we can from it. To be accepted as any other form of science, that's what my my hope is, because I study enough science stuff as much as i do the paranormal at the same time and try to collab it at the same and get the idea of energy that's yet to be measured is what mm-hmm. i think spirits are made of yeah and, and just like another thing i've heard from you guys you guys have talked about dolores cannon and how you guys or she might have said that one of the last stages throughout this past or your your you know multiple lives journey is that towards the end of it you the last power you get is energy manipulation, like you've mentioned before. And I, I did make a TikTok one time where I put an incense down and I lit it and I just focused on this incense. And I don't know if you've watched it or if you and Megan have watched it, but there's, there's a split second and I was recording for a good eight, 10 minutes, but I'm focusing in this straight line as incense goes up. And as soon as my attention cuts away, the in, immediate, the incense just cut, you know what I mean? And just goes back to whatever. And it's just, Crazy things like that around me, uh, very staticky, very staticky. At work, my my arms get up, hairs go everywhere. I'm static against everything. It's it's been a crazy crazy year so far, and I, I appreciate your and Megan's help to kind of help me guide or guide me through all this, and everybody else out there. Yeah, well, what, exactly what we're here for. And I always tell people that that listen to us that if they're ever in need of help or guidance or at least advice on anything, they can easily message us. We're not hard to reach. It's time is almost up, but I do appreciate mm-hmm. you coming on and the conversation we had today. Had a lot of uh, of course, man, eye opening for a lot of people to listen and also more getting to know you on that that level. I guess. Um, it's anyone else that who's a, f- a fan of ours and a fan of yours. That'd be interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> to meet that person. I assume it is yeah. a couple. It has to be um, yeah. just by, you know, chance and ratio, but to hear that side from you, I guess uh, your, your side when it comes to spiritualists and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I still got many experiences, which is very crazy because it's, it has seemed like a lot and a lot to take in, but there's so many small things that I've noticed throughout the year, like a lot of synchronicities that do line up with, personal thoughts and you know reasons and all that 
I just like to, I want to thank you and Megan seriously, because what you guys, it, it goes way bigger than you guys ever initially imagined it would be. You know what I mean? You guys are helping and changing so many people's lives already. And you guys probably don't even realize it, you know, right now. Yeah, we don't. Cause they don't talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> guys hit them up on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. And TikTok at hidden in the Shaw six. Or is that Twitter? That's Twitter. Hidden in the podcast too on TikTok, which we didn't get that name. <laughs> just so we, we, we auto generated. But uh, where that. where can everybody find you? Uh, you guys can follow me and hit me up on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, everything, and Twitch, YouTube. Everything is ecrib, E C R Y B. And uh, another thing that everybody probably loves about you guys is it's not an episode if Megan doesn't go yeah at the end. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do it in her place for you when you do the <laughs> outro. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can. Uh, she'll probably laugh at that. It's funny. Um, <laughs> But as always, guys, you can catch our social medias at Hidden the Shadows Podcast on Instagram, Hidden the Shaw 6 on Twitter, Hidden the Podcast mm-hmm. 2 on TikTok. Uh, our links mm-hmm. to all our social media are always listen to us at Hidden the Shadows Podcast.com. Um, but as always, guys, we'll catch your weirdos in the next one. Yep. <laughs>